0: To uncover powerful takeaways that empower you to stay grounded and make passionate living a reality. To access post-podcast discussions, insights, and further resources, visit rajjana.com forward slash stay grounded. So thanks for joining me today. Now, let's get to grinding. What's up everyone and welcome to the first episode of the new year. I'm going to keep this intro short as it is. One that I poured so much into. It is my yearly reflection for 2021. It is the culmination of a lot of work, hours of reflection, a lot of ups and downs, a lot of feeling and healing and growth and expansion and love. And um, yeah, it's it, <laughs> this is one of my favorite episodes to record of the year. And just so grateful to be presenting it to you all. So enjoy it. Let me know your biggest takeaways on Instagram or social media or however you choose to engage with the podcast as a review or an email. It all means the world. Thank you for being here and enjoy 2021's yearly reflection. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, everyone? And welcome to this very, very, very special episode of Stay Grounded. I hope you're all having an amazing day so far. Hello, Georgina.
1: Hey, Raj, how are you?
0: <laughs> I'm amazing. Um, and I, I'm just, I have so much gratitude for you. This is the first year that we really, or I really, publicly recorded and displayed my monthly reflections, you know, prior to this year, you know, my monthly reflection or my yearly reflection process was very simple. You know, I would do the monthly reflections. They'd be in a journal and then I'd go back and look at the lessons and the high points and I would watch myself evolve. I would see the experiences that happened month over month and then over the first six months I would find a a theme and then over the latter half of the year, I'd find a theme and then I'd create and then I would allow those themes to dictate what I was leaving behind and what I was bringing forward. The intention I was bringing into the new year to create and, and experience my life. But this was the first year I got to listen to myself grow. This was the first year I got to experience you pull out, the rawness, the richness, the vulnerable lessons, the experiences in a a container that was also healing for me and allowing myself to be seen and vulnerable and share myself authentically with everyone listening, really. I mean, I there were so many gifts that came in that process, and I just am so grateful for you for being a part of these reflection episodes and and what that's allowed my yearly reflection to be. This is the most powerful yearly reflection I've been able to do, and it's because yeah. you've been a part of it.
1: oh well, you're right. This episode's been like a whole year in the making. I'm so grateful that I got to sit on the other end of these conversations each month because you're right. Having a, a spoken recording of, of where you are in that moment. And everything that came out of the month before me had to step back into that and really, really feel the growth that you've, that you've gone through. It's just amazing. So I'm I'm very excited to see what you come, what you bring today in terms of a of an annual reflection and how that reflection has been elevated as a result of the, you know, the hours of conversation that's brought us to this point.
0: I mean, it's not just hours of conversation. It's hours of reflection and note-taking and paying attention. And I mean, I think I've collectively poured probably close to 50 or 60 hours into just reflection in this process that's outside of me just journaling and note-taking and everything. I mean, this is a culmination of me instilling a lifestyle of awareness. Like this is my life. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And, you know, it was so interesting for me because I... Like I said, I've never had the data point of being able to listen to myself talk about my lessons in each month. And so for when I went through my reflection, like in addition to reviewing my notes, I actually listened to the episodes. And when I would find pivotal moments in my notes, I'd go back and listen to the episodes to see how I sounded, how I felt. And that was one of the most profound awarenesses for me. I mean being able to listen to myself at the end of January where my intention for 2021 was to make this year, my best year yet how committed I was to that and how I was clinging on to the idea of what that looked like. And I could hear it in my voice at the end of January versus the end of for April's reflection where we recorded in May and released in May and where I was at then going through all sorts of struggles Know financial struggles. I was in a a financial position I've never been in by, you know, a few deals uh, that I was putting all my money into gone wrong, trying to exit a company which ended up not exiting. Gosh, like so many things. I I got hit with a lawsuit. I, I just, it was one after one after one after one after one, just nonstop, just hits financially. And then Gina and I started dating which was and, and she was experiencing me break in all of this and i was trying so hard to keep this idea of me alive and i could just feel it i could feel myself fighting so hard to to maintain the idea of me to maintain this this idea of raj being an inspiration being successful being perfect being charming, being all of this. And and it was just like, if you would have told me, if, I, if someone would have told me like, hey Raj, having the best year ever is going to mean you're going to have to break open to that level of surrender and trust. I don't know if I would have wanted that.
1: <laughs> I, I, I remember some really challenging times back in early that year. And I'd love for us to, Explore a little bit about what what did you, what did you learn about yourself from that breaking open? What did that invite into your life?
0: It brought in connection. I don't think Gina and I would have the relationship we do now. If I didn't have the year I did, I got to experience her love me for me breaking, 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 breaking and her still being like, I choose you. Wow. I mean, I, I'm getting teary eyed just thinking about it. Cause I just like, that's such a, that's what I've always wanted. It's what I've always wanted. And I remember last year, like I was doing so much inner work after my breakup to look for love. And I wanted to seek that I was a like, craving it so badly. And I didn't realize in order for me to get that, I had to die in some ways. Like I had to let go and surrender and fall and trust and feel and be held in order for me to experience that connection and that love. And, um,
1: who did you discover you were in those moments?
0: Well, I, I, I connected with an aspect of, of myself that was so much deeper than any idea of me. And, you know, one of the, I think one of the biggest lessons that came through for me in the first half of the year was how hard I was trying to be an inspiration versus just living an inspired life. I think I said that quote and I think the June reflection and like it, that just really sticks out to me. That's like the actual ultimate. I was trying so hard to be this version of me that I thought I needed to be in order to be loved, in order to have connection, in order to be successful. And what I actually discovered was that if I'm just truly present in whatever's there, whether that's the best version of me, the worst version of me, that's all me. I'm just present in whatever's true and authentic. That is who I am. I'm all of it. I'm the one that's, I'm, I'm, I'm successful and passionate and charismatic and da da da. And on the other end, I'm also scared and insecure and, and anxious, you know, like I, I have all of it, like, and I think finding my sense of self in something deeper than that, which is a deeper se- a well of love, a, an energy that's 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 underneath all of that. The more I connect with that, and that comes through practice, right, like with meditation and, and and all of the exercises that allow us to connect with those deep aspects of ourselves, whether it's breath work or plant medicine or meditation or exercise, sweating, you know, whatever we do, sweat lodges. I mean, I, like all these things help us get connected to that that truth in ourselves, the truth of nature, the truth that we are connected to something so much deeper and so much bigger than this physical plane and what we believe we are in our minds. That was my breaking open. That was what the first half of the year was. It was just experiences after experiences where I was trying so hard to cling on to some level of safety, some level of certainty, some level of control. And the more I tried clinging on, the more I suffered. The more I, the the harder it became for me to feel grounded because I was trying to put my sense of self in the amount of money I had in the bank account. I was trying to identify with my sense of self with how Gina perceived me. I was trying to put my sense of self with how good of a son I was. All of it, everything. It was all these these portrayals of me instead of the true me.
1: Oh, I, I just want to acknowledge you for, for sharing that piece because I think this is part of our challenge is that we cultivate an identity that is based and built around external things that we believe we need, that we believe to find who we are and to lose some of those things or to find them dissolving away and then to not know who you are, but then to find yourself again at a deeper level. Uh, That's, it's just so beautiful. And I, I can see how moved you are talking about this. Yeah. It takes a lot of courage to be So raw and honest with how you really feel, and I just want to acknowledge you right now for bringing that into this episode, because we need more people to be able to feel safe to do that. Because this is how we we heal. This is how we claim who we really are. We're we're not our successes. We're not our assets. We're not our wealth. We're something more than that, which is what you're sharing here, and like the way it's cultivated some deeper connections for you and actually helps you find what you were really desiring. It's just amazing.
0: Well, it's like, like, you know, it's so fascinating. Like I said, the example around, gina like I know what I wanted. I didn't know what I had to get through to get it. Same thing with work. Like I know what I wanted. Like I wrote this, this vision for, you know, the, I put it on, it's on my website and I, I released it very recently, but it's like this big vision for how I want to serve the world and what I want to create and like what I'm putting out. And I know what I wanted, but I was so afraid of what I had to go through to get there. Same thing with my parents. Like I set the year with the intention. I wanted to have the closest relationship I've ever had with my parents. I had no idea what had to happen to get there. It's almost like these things I wanted. I had the things, the, the struggle that I had to go through, to get not the struggle. It was the, the experiences that I had to have in order for me to experience what I really wanted. Like I could have never called it a blessing in the moment. I was just like, why do I have to go through this? Why this? This sucks. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But just, and I think I, I talked about this in May's reflection with my dad. Like, you know, May, I was like, I was in a really tough financial spot and I had to ask my dad for help. I've never had to do that. And that was the hardest thing for me to do. And two weeks later, that led to him sharing one of the most vulnerable stories he's ever shared with me about one of his scariest financial moments. And we bonded in a way I've never bonded with my father in my life. And I've, and it gets the brilliance of the universe, you know, like that's the universe will, it's just, that's the thing. Like you have to, to get what you really want. You have to trust everything that's showing up for you in your life. Like every single thing is showing up. And I, like the second half of the year was that, like it was this trusting that, okay, what's showing up right now? Can I just do my best in that moment? Can I just give my all to whatever's here? Can I feel, can I trust what I feel, my intuition, and not just try to do things that I think are right? Like what is the right thing to do? No, just feel. Does this feel like something I sh- should do or go forward with or play with? Can I Can I receive this? this gift wrapped in sandpaper right now and, and, and experience it for what it is. Can I, can I f- try to find the, the the threads and just create in that direction? Can I live an inspired life that's in connection with my intuition and my heart? And that was a very different set of operating in the second half of the year than it was the first. Like it's like being broken open to that level of trust was, So scary. My gosh, it's the scariest. It's the scariest way I've ever created in my life. Like it's creating from that way of like, can I trust what the universe is presenting to me right now? And can I just play in that direction? And then whatever hardships, whatever hard conversations, whatever deep feelings I have to feel in this journey, trust that it's all there for me as well. It's all happening for me. All of this is happening for me. Can I trust that? How deeply can I trust That was really the second half of the year.
1: This feels like a huge lesson in the note, in this sense that you're experiencing things in your life that in the moment are just, they suck that there's just awful. You'd rather you didn't have to go through them, but with hindsight, you can see how it actually was this blessing. It gave you this connection, these opportunities, these new learnings and new insight into who you really are. And so now you've taken away this insight that, you can trust that the universe and it knows what it's doing. So can you talk us through, you talked about trust already, but who do we need to be to be able to ride the wave that the universe wants to put us on with, with grace and ease and knowing that.
0: (sighs) I think grace and ease is sometimes hard. It's hard for us to be, to have ease and grace inside of difficulty. For me, it was a daily practice of, choosing to trust in the idea that I don't even know what I, it's like, what I want pales in comparison to what I don't even know I want. That idea, that was, a, that was a lesson that came in in January for me. That was actually the first lesson I got from the year. It's like, that was my way of of saying, hey, this thing I didn't really think I, it's like, that's it. Like, that's the idea. Like, it's trust in the universe. It's actually trusting God, universe, whatever you want to call it. And I, and I think that's a choice, a daily choice that I was making. And it's so wild. Like, you know, some of the craziest experiences for me, like, it's like, I know what I wanted and I was so afraid that I wasn't going to get it. But when I let myself surrender and just feel the disappointment of not getting it, I ended up getting it.
1: What do you think is the link between that ability to feel and then receiving?
0: I'm about to get really woo woo, but I actually think manifestation and And, you know, manifestation happens at the feeling level. Like, even when I think about what I want in my life, it's, I can be really clear on the thing I want, but I think what's more important is to get clear on the feeling that sits beneath the thing you want. Like, what is that feeling? And I think when we allow ourselves to feel the depths of the the quote unquote good and bad emotions, we're just increasing our capacity to feel everything. Cause there's no good or bad emotion. There's just depth and your degree. And that depth of feeling matches the depth of abundance, the depth of and abundance can be defined as a lot of different things. It can be to me, abundance is just more of the feeling, right? Cause it doesn't matter if you have a dollar coming in or a million dollars coming in. If your relationship with those, with, with that is the same, like to a person who's homeless, somehow from out of nowhere being able to receive a hundred dollar bill from a nice person it's gonna have the same exact feeling as another person getting a minute it's all relative right we talked about edges on the last month's monthly reflection but like huh. like so you're you, to me the, the feeling is all is the same so like i think for me like the more i allow myself to feel i just i and I can't explain this with science. I, I cannot, and I don't know how to. I know there's guys like Joe Dispenza and there's, you know, there's guys out there that, that are much more intertwined with quantum, the quantum field and mechanics, and they can explain the science of manifestation so much better, you know, like the law of it. I I know that exists out there. I can't. I'm not one of those guys. All I know is in my life, in my truth, the more I allow myself to feel and the more I surrender the idea and the attachment to how it needs to look the more surprised I get. And with those surprises, I'm also very swift to take action. Like with an opportunity, like if opportunities show up, like right now I'm working on my dream project Uh in the mental health space. And that project came through to me by a friend who just needed a, (sighs) he just needed me to take a look at something. Right. And I was just like, sure, man, I'll take a look at it. And then I got really passionate, excited. About it. I was like, dude, let me just help you out for a little bit. And I started pouring into it. And all of a sudden, me helping into it then turned into me getting this massive opportunity to be, you know, part of this incredible mission to make mental health resources more affordable, more practical, more accessible to the masses. And I'm not ready to talk about that yet, which is why I'm not mentioning what the opportunity is, guys, but
1: I'm so, you saying know,
0: that, that will be coming, but what no, there? but that's actually what i'm talking about like that's i had to surrender to the fear that you know cuz i had to end a lot of different business partnerships this year and really mm-hmm. change course which was really hard for me to do like i had to i had to really change course and let go of opportunities and you know i had money and deals that i actually walked away from but i walk i actively walked away from because energetically i was like you know what i have to trust that like if I just keep pouring, and this is a big thing for me, like, you know, cause I had a deal. I mean, and, and it's, it's all a lot of money, but for me the, like this specific deal is like $200,000. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money for me. And for anybody speaking, but like I made the conscious, choice, I was like, you know what? I'm just have to walk away from it because the energy that I'm pouring into this versus what could open up if I, if I trusted the universe, it's like showing up to the poker table you know, with $500 in my pocket, knowing that I have actually a million dollars sitting behind me in the form of the universe. Like, that's so cool. <laughs> it's like, what would I choose? Like, so like that was a choice for me in the middle of the year, like closer to like the second, it was a few months ago, really. It was like, can I walk away from this and trust that what I'm creating, what I'm doing, what feels inspired is actually the thing for me. It's the, it's, 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 it's where I'm supposed to be. And can I trust that this is going to turn into something so much bigger and so much more than any physical thing, like in my mind on paper that I could have ever comprehended? Like that to me is where my journey is headed. That's where I've arrived. If you would say where I'm at right now is like, can I, I am trusting the energy more, the feeling more than I am the physical, tangible thing I can hold.
1: That's awesome. I love that. And that's, that's a testament to, to who you are, that you can walk away from things that are misaligned. And I'd love to ask you, what did you learn about endings this year and how to cultivate an energetically sound en- ending to things that no longer are aligned with you?
0: Um, beautiful question. I, I, I want to bring it back, a focus to death. Birth and death are happening in every moment. Now, this is something I've always believed. I think I did... Um, I got hit with a blast from the past on Facebook the other day. And, you know, on the eve, or I think the week before 2020 happened, I I hosted a workshop, you know, for state, the state grounded community. And I think it was like the 2020 Vision Workshop. You know, because I, I wanted to kind of share my 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 just a process, if you would, mm-hmm. right? That I go into how do I look at my yearly reflection, but how do I actually how am I looking at the decade reflection? And one thing I realized was that closing out the year and closing out 10 years feels the exact same the feeling is the same Cl- the feeling of closure is the exact same like death to me is a is a, is a feeling that we can consciously evoke the 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 ceremony of death is something we get to consciously evoke the ritual of death is something we get to consciously evoke the ritual of birth is something we get to consciously evoke and i think for me i that's what gives me the most power. That's what allows me to actually feel like I am in, in con- not control of my life, but I have the, I have the conscious agency to choose a response in every moment. I might be going through the worst set of circumstances right now, but I can choose to die. That is a choice. It's actually really interesting. I was just re- recently reflecting on, um, on this story, I heard about a, a man named Sean Stevenson, who was a content creator, a motivational speaker. Um, he was handicapped, I think four feet tall, like a lot of body deformities, but one of the mo- he was the first motivational speaker I ever heard actually live in conference. And he passed away, I think last year. And this guy spoke on all the stages, you know, big guy. I mean, everybody in the personal development space was just sad that he died. And I remember his, his wife sharing a story about After he died, like, even in his last breaths in the hospital, Shawn Stevenson told his wife, even this is happening for him. And I think about that when I I think about closure, because when you think about death, like, choosing to die is that's that. That's actually the energy. It's like, I'm choosing to close this chapter and allow it to birth something new. I'm choosing to say goodbye to this, this thing I'm this thing I'm attached to, because I'm trusting in something greater. And I think a lot of times, in order to get there, you have to feel the depths of death. You have to feel the sadness, like walking away from a deal. You know, for it's like sometimes for me, it was like, like I closed out my 29th year this year. I closed out a lot of things. I closed. I closed out my home in Austin. I walked away from my place in Austin to trust that pursuing love was what i what i what i was like i I moved here really i mean to be with my brother more but you know mostly it was it was really to to go deeper and with gina and go all in like not not have one little pinky toe on the no i'm gonna go what am i robbing my we have had this conversation back in may it's like what are we robbing ourselves by putting one foot on shore and oh,
1: that's such a good question say that again what are we robbing ourselves from by just what are
0: we robbing ourselves by by keeping one pinky on the shore even if it's we're 99% in like what are we robbing ourselves by having it out and like that's that was my me leaving austin was kind of my me saying goodbye and closing the idea of me not going all in right like that's what that symbolized for me in fact it set the second half of the year to be trust it's set the second half of the year to truly be trust i am trusting that this new wave of creation this new way of tr- of playing with the universe this next is is going to is 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 where i have to head i don't know if it's going to be the best choice for me i have no idea i just know that it's where my heart needs to go
1: that's beautiful Powerful, and I'd love to ask you what role is like symbology played for you this year and the that you just mentioned there, like Austin leaving Austin was symbolic. How does symbolism allow you to reflect and stay on the path that's best for you?
0: No, symbolism is our power as meaning making machines, right? Like you get to create meaning in any moment, and that's why I love the idea of consciously using birth and death, like mm-hmm. it's actually really beautiful like I. You know, my, my dad, my grandma passed last year and my dad was having, he's been having a really hard year, you know, not being able to see the body, like, you know, because they burned the body immediately after because of COVID and, you know, he hadn't been able to go to India and all that stuff. And, and, uh, back in September, we did like a yearly thing, like at the end of the year of grieving, like in, in, in Hindu culture or in Hindu religion, they do kind of like a last passing. You know, I got to go back home and I got to witness my dad actually, energetically say goodbye
1: oh wow that's
0: like useful energetically you know he was we went to the ocean and i saw him put his feet in the water and pour flowers and and food into the water And and i got to feel him feel him that to me is you know the hindu religion created that symbolism that meaning it created meaning right like so I think that's the meaning that allowed my dad to have this, this deep connection with his mom, right. In a way that he didn't get to have. And, and I, and I think that's, that's, that, that power is in our hands at any moment. Like, that's what I've been realizing. Like you don't have to wait until the new year to start over. You can start whenever you want. The new year is just a, a story, a symbol and sure it's useful, Right, if it's if it helps you, right, it's 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 if it's if it helps you, and like to me, having a monthly review and opportunity has been beautiful. Following it with the full moon, right, like really following the lunar cycles and the winter solstice and the spring equinox, and like you know, I I choose just to kind of follow the, the ast- astrology and the stars and and the moon. That's my way of like I, if you want like a a calendar to follow, like that's something to follow, right, like. They're all, it's, 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 to me, it's a, it's a choice. It's an absolute choice to change your life when you want to. And it's, and these are all tools at your disposal. Like, you know, birth ceremonies, death ceremonies, ritual is, is one of the most powerful ritual. In fact, that's, I've gotten more connected to ritual this year than I have uh, with anything in my life. Like the conscious power. of Well, just ritual there. Like ritual is a, it's, it's the intention you bring into something. Right. Like, like your coffee can be a ritual, right? Like your, the way you make love can have ritual, you know, and ritualistic tendencies. Like the intention you set prior to entering, you know, the lovemaking sessions. Like you can, there's so much ritual that can be brought to the start of a new career. start of a new day. I've uh, been really, like, I'm, I'm Hindu by background, I'm Indian. So like I've been studying a lot of, you know, for every, every religion is different, but like, you know, in Hindu religion, they do the Surya Namaskar, which is the sun salutation, which is just, you know, the, it's like yoga, like you're doing like the, they're revering the sun. Like that's a ritual to start the day. Right. So uh, to me, it's just bringing more attention, intention into your daily life. Like that to me is what I think an awareness practice empowers. I think that's what and 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 as you begin to do you know the healing work or you begin to go inward as you begin to release as you begin to expand as you begin to contract as you begin to grow as a soul you're going to have experiences in your life that meet you in a way that require ceremony and ritual in order to make sense of it all right like death is like you have a cer- like you have a funeral as a way to make sense of it so like you know i think to me, ritual is just our relationship with what's in front of us. And can we bring in that intentionality, that reverence for life? Can we be devoted to our practices? Can we enter into a co-creation with the universe? And in order to do that, there has to be a level of awareness and intentionality that's being brought into that relationship, a level of gratitude that's experienced in the feeling of it all, right? Like there's a different way of embodiment there's a different level of embodiment that gets actualized when you are engaging in ritual with the divine, with the universe. And you know, that ritual to me, like the divine, right? Like that's what I'm saying. Religion is, is, is ritual. There's lots of rituals wrapped up in religion, but you take religion out of it spiritually, just living more intentionally, more consciously with like, that is actually like you, you, to me that you are just as, that is your religion. Right. Like religion is, is just so it's, we all, we all follow some level of faith, right? Cause that's, that's who we are. And I think that's the age we live in right now is, you know, I, I'm finding myself to be a, you know, in my modern day spirituality really is more about ritual practices, depth, feeling, healing, self-love. Like these are my, these are my religions.
1: That was a beautiful answer. <laughs> Thanks for sharing that. Wow, um, this this piece about intentionality and bringing, like you mentioned earlier, about this awareness, a lifestyle of awareness. What, what have you learned about the importance and cultivating a lifestyle of awareness this year?
0: Oh my gosh, like I can't tell you how, like listening to my monthly reflection episode in January versus the one in May, I was blown away at the I was blown away.
1: Continued.
0: I mean, I was blown away and, and, and I, and I think having these, these, the lifestyle of awareness and really paying attention to the ups and downs and paying attention to your growth and finding gratitude in how much you've grown, not necessarily how much you've accomplished, which is what a lifestyle of awareness empowers. It's like, wow, the way I'm like, I'm not getting as triggered about this thing right now. Like I did back in January your your sense of self is attached to who you are, not what you do when you have that lifestyle of awareness and you're really learning that. And like, I had this realization, we were talking about this before we started recording, but I think it was like in October, I was on a flight. I'd just gotten off a call with this. Uh, I did a I, had a, a, I have one of my consulting clients. It was like, well, it's one of the largest you know health and wellness brands and and in the world really like and i somehow landed on that consulting opportunity through a mutual connection you know and this was 3 months after i decided to just trust and walk away from deals and like and go all in on my vision you know the one on the one that i wrote for my life and what i wanted to create and who i needed to be to do that and the types of companies i wanted to attract and and I had just gotten off a consulting call with them where, you know, it was just, and then I was on a flight flying to visit some of our dear friends. Um, and Jean and I were, I was looking out the plane and I was just, and I looked over my shoulder and she was laying down on my shoulder. I'm looking out and I literally was in tears. I was like, why does the universe love me so much? why does the universe love me? And like, I've never asked myself, I was in tears. I was like, what did I do to deserve this much love? Well, how am I so lucky? Like, And, and I was just so, uh, I was feeling so much gratitude. And I don't think I would have been able to feel that depth of gratitude if I wasn't aware uh-huh. of where I was at in January. If I wasn't aware of the challenges and the If I didn't have this level of awareness, if I wasn't connected to these deeper truths, I just don't know if I can, I could have experienced that level of love for me. And for me, everything comes back to that, right? Like we, I think our souls are here to realize into the greatest embodiments of love that we can be. I really just, this is a choice I'm choosing to believe. Like, I just, I just feel like the soul does not want us to suffer. like. I just, I, I, the God, I don't know, God, universe, whatever. Like I just, I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm in a, at least for me, like when I think about a lifestyle of awareness, like I know this has been a quite religious slash spiritual kind of podcast, but I, you know, for me, it's like, I, all of it's connected, right? Like self-love, religion, spirituality, like intentionality, your practices, staying grounded, like making sense of ups and downs and roller coasters and your faith, right? Like. I think it's it's all important. And I learned so much about religion from the outside world. And now I'm coming back to a space of like, what does spirituality and faith mean to me? And And, you know, I'm choosing just to really believe that like the more healing, the more I heal, the more I feel, the more I expand, the more I grow, the more I connect with a power you would call God. But I feel it in myself. I feel it in my... In my bones, in my body, I feel tapped in. I, it's just the more I release, the more aware I become, the more connected I feel. And, and I think that's truly what I'm optimizing my life for now. I'm optimizing my life for connection.
1: So, for why I just a little bit, and you asked a question I need to know your answer to. So you said you're asking yourself on that plane, why does the universe love you so much? How did you feel for
0: that? I think it, I think this idea that I had before that all these hardships in my life were happening to me and that the universe was punishing me for having hurt people in my past. The universe was punishing me for having done something wrong. The universe is punishing me. And I had that, that was my story. All my hardships were happening because I wasn't a good person. I wasn't perfect. I made mistakes. I, you know, I hurt others. I, 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 all these things, I'm not a good, all these, all these stories, right? I think in that moment it was like a radical shift and like, it's like the voice of the universe, like, do you really think that I put conditions on your love? Like my, do you think my love for you has conditions? Do you really feel that? And I think that was the, that was just the, the, it was like this radical level of like love that I was feeling from, in that moment, I just felt so blessed. And I know I've created my life. Like I'm not going to, I'm, pr- I'm so proud of myself. Like, you know, really, if there's one thing I really came to in this yearly reflection, I am so proud of myself. I am, oh my God, am I proud of myself for, for committing to the path. And and doing the work and going inward and committing to being the most authentic version of me and really, really, really prioritizing that. Not just because I get to experience some of the things I'm experiencing now, but because I just feel so, it's just, it. I, I'm just so proud of who I've become more than anything I'm accomplishing and who I get to be and how i get to connect and i think that i don't know that's, i don't know if that answers the question but i think that's all connected right like when i asked why did the universe love me so much like one like the universe loves all of us that much and we might not feel that in every moment but that's the choice i choose I, that's 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 the belief i choose to have that's that's my god that's my that's my god like my god that's that's how I choose to believe it, and for me, I don't know it. It, it creates a very empowered story because now I get to take every challenge that comes in my life and and make it mean something so much bigger. I get to take every little thing I become aware of and experience deep levels of gratitude for it. I get to consciously see how far I've grown and realize I get to change my life. I get to Gina is amazing by herself and we created our relationship. So yes, I got lucky and a lot of work went into becoming the type of man that can hold the space for the feminine and create the relationship that I get to have right now. A lot of effort went into myself into walking away from big deals to pursue a life that is more in alignment with me. A lot of fear had to be overcome asking others for support and help in the most vulnerable way I've ever had to and the connection that ensued in the process. And I think the more I come back to it, like, I think that's what defines my value moving. And, and that's what in this moment, if I had to really sum back down, like, that's what defines my value. It's, it's not what I do. It's who I am. Purpose is not found in what you do. Purpose is found in who you are. That's the lesson, and that's what I'm taking with me into the new year. Like my intention for the new year. The theme is connection. Connection and trust. Like that's I, I, I repeat I'm repeating trust. Trust was my belief in twenty eighteen. And that was my hardest year yet. That was that was another one of my hard, hard, hard years.
1: You've had a bit of a ride over the last few years. So let's I've had I've had quite the <laughs> You've had quite the journey.
0: Man, I've I've uh, when I write my book, I don't know when it is. I don't have the energy and space to do that right now, but God, I've got quite the stories in business, (laughs) in relationship and just, I've got, I've, I've I've gone. I feel like I've gone through, I mean, I I feel like I've lived, you know, 10 lives in the last five years.
1: Yep. I agree. (laughs) Um,
0: (laughs) But I'm, you know, if, like I said, bringing it back to, the intention, it's connection,
1: and I loved how we kind of started this podcast. You were saying about how initially in the first half of the year it was about who, who you, what you, what you were achieving, what your successes were, and by the end of the year now you've been able to flip that and feeling proud of of who you are rather than what you've done or what you've accumulated. That is that's such a what, a what a what a thing to have. Cultivated out of a year to be able to, I and mean, that's really unconventional living. When you can come to a place of knowing that it's who you are that is the most important thing, who you are is the difference that makes a difference, not what you've done and what you do, what you have, who you are, and stepping into the fullness of that.
0: Like, that is the ripple that the world gets to experience, yeah, right? Like, it's you do not know the value and the impact you have on other people's lives by just showing up authentically fully as you are the gift you give them. Like you just don't know you've ne- you'll never know you cannot calculate the value of being you. And you were born here astro- with under astronomical odds. Like the odds of you being born are just so ridiculous. Yeah. How can you like, That's, I'm realizing this, like the, who you are is so much more important than anything you'll ever do. And, and I hope this episode inspires a theme for the new year for everyone to truly prioritize your growth. Like, don't be afraid of the feeling. Don't be afraid of the difficult moments. The 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 universe wouldn't be throwing you into the wolf pen if she didn't believe you had a wolf in you. Like there's never going to be a challenge in your life that is greater than your capacity to overcome it. Like life is a mirror. Business is a mirror. Relationship is a mirror. Everything is a mirror for you to expand and grow and step into your fullness. And so I could leave everyone with anything. Don't lean back. Lean in. Lean into all of this. I promise you, like, it may not feel good in the moment. And it's the most rewarding journey anyone can be on to lean into our discomforts and face them fully and do it in community. Do it with friends. Reach out to me. Like, I reach out to me. Like, do it in community with friends and others. And don't do this alone. You are not alone. You are not alone. If you feel like you're alone, I'm telling you right now, you're not alone. You are not alone. I am meeting people all the time who are doing this type of work and prioritizing it. So don't put yourself in a victim place and tell yourself that you're alone because you're not. And I'm here to support you and hold you however I can. And I'm just grateful. This, just grateful that. I'm grateful that this show gets to be. Such an anchor for for all of us. These monthly it. reflections, the yearly reflections, have been a healing anchor for me, and
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'm just so grateful that I'm just grateful. i um, thank you, Georgina, again for <sighs> just bringing it all full circle.
1: Well, last question. I bet you can't guess what this next question is. It's how did you stay grounded, Raj, in 2021?
0: Well the way I stayed grounded in 2021 is the way I plan to stay grounded in 2022 and that's connection. Perfect. Connection with myself, connection with my with my lover, connection with my family, connection with my tribe and the people that I choose to engage with, connection with my communities, the individuals I haven't had face-to-face interactions with. My connection with the universe, God, whatever you want to call it, a higher energy, connection with myself, connection with nature, connection with ritual and intention, connection with my, with the feelings and the sensations in my body, connection to my knowing and my gifts, connection to presence. And that's, that's, that's truly how I stayed grounded in after looking at it all, and that's I think the one thing I'm really going to be driving forward into the new year is connecting even deeper and really experiencing that depth in as many different ways as I can with my chosen family, with my actual family with 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 anything that i I choose to become aware of and really 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 truly. Spreading a lifestyle of awareness and inspiring that lifestyle of awareness, not just in myself, but then in others as well.
1: Great question. Great answer.
0: Oh, man. Anyways, again, thank you so much, Georgina. But everybody, that is a wrap for this week's special episode of Stay Grounded. I'm your host, Raj. This is your friend, Georgina. And from us, stay grounded. We'll chat again soon.